I'm Mark Ellis. Welcome to the Authentic Self Podcast. We're here to give you ideas and inspiration for living a happier, healthier and more fulfilling life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about goal setting. If you want to succeed in achieving anything, setting a goal is a really important step. It gives you focus and direction, and it gives you a benchmark for knowing whether you're succeeding or not. To discuss this, I'm joined, as ever, by Tamar Groneveld from Quantum Potential. Hi, Tam. Hello, everybody. And by Phil Sims, who's a, a personal trainer and coach based in Leamington Spa and a contributor to Men's Health magazine. So, Phil, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody. So, Phil, just tell us a little bit about your, your background and, and what you do now. How did you come to be a, a personal trainer and, and, and why did that appeal to you? The story that I often tell people, and it's a, a dead true story, and people can really relate to this, is that I joined the gym and I didn't actually go for six months, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't confident and I was shy. To go into a gym at the time was a scary thing for me, and I was always egging my mate to go with me, but that just didn't work out. And it got to put, well, I, I want to do this, you know, I, I certainly want to do it. And um, it was kind of like a drunken sort of um, moment where I was like, I'm definitely going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then my mate said, I bet you don't. So I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. So I did. And I started and I hooked up with a personal trainer at the gym just to go, look, can you show me what to do? Can you can you tell me how I do this? Because I, I do need some help. And it didn't take very long. It just built up that confidence that, do you know what, it's not actually that scary. You know, it's quite simple and no one is actually looking at me. It's just all them kind of thoughts and feelings that are going on inside of my head. Um, and then I got the bug, you know, I thought this is for me. It wasn't a group team environment. I didn't have anyone telling me what to do. I didn't have to sort of talk to anyone. Didn't have any expectations from other people, parents, whatever the case may be. And I just kind of got on with it. I thought, right, this is where I am. This is what I want to get to. These are the steps that I need to take. And if I read the magazines and I listen to certain people and then I just apply it and see what happens and then things start working. And then from memory, I remember there being a bodybuilder in the gym um at the time I thought wow look at that <laughs> if I want to be half as good as that and that was kind of my goal and I knew that he competed and I thought I wonder if I could do that so I set out to do that um become a competitive bodybuilder I gave myself five years and on about four and a half years I was on stage competing you know, so I've gone through the process of taking myself from not being very good at something to something that I started enjoying and then it just becoming part of my life to a competitive level, actually doing it. And my first competition, I actually won. <laughs> and it wasn't about me trying to be a bodybuilder, really, if I think about it. It was about me being a more confident you know, person C coming out of my shell. I was in a job that just was nothing for me. I was just kind of going through the motions, earning some money. You know, I thought, well, what can I do that I'm going to enjoy and people can appreciate? And I thought, well, why don't I become a personal trainer? Why don't I do the things that, you know, why don't I teach people the things that I wanted to know 
that I knew people needed help with because you go through that journey and you still see that you overtake people and these people actually who you thought were better than you could do with your help now so that's where I started you know basically you know as a personal trainer and then you kind of start and you, you know your ego takes over and you think yeah it's going to be easy I'm going to walk into the gym and I'm just going to like make loads of money and I can tell you for a fact it don't work like that <laughs> you know so I failed as a personal trainer at the beginning and then I, I, I basically temporarily quit and you know I was doing odd jobs just to earn some money I was delivering <laughs> sandwiches and, and Chinese food and I knew deep down that that's what I wanted to do and I had to make it happen somehow so again it goes back to right I'm a skinny kid I need some help in the gym in a different way I'm a guy who wants to be a personal trainer I know that I'm good I just don't know how to do it so how do I do that okay I'll get some external help and I started getting advice from you know coaches and, and mentors and they put me kind of in the right right track and then things just started working for me clients were coming to me and I was, I was um you know getting in a position where it's working now I'm actually doing what I want to do and then you know that, that that was over a few years and then you know you get to another point where like well this is all good, but it's not kind of what it was supposed to look like. You know, you get to the top of the mountain and, okay, is that it? <laughs> that wasn't really what I wanted. You know, people were, as much as people were getting great results, there were more people who weren't. And I'm like, that doesn't sit well with me. Why? Why is that? It's not that people so much need exercise and a bit of nutrition. There's something missing. And, and it took me a few years to find that. And that was when I started getting more into the mindset work and, and, and then like, well, basically the inside of the body, you know, the physiology side, you know, if we get things working better on the inside and getting people thinking better, the training and the exercise and the nutrition is going to start working for them rather than against them. And then that then completely changed the way I thought about everything in terms of the industry for myself and then essentially them and I thought well I kind of need a new identity now because I don't want to just be I don't want to be called a personal trainer because people associate that with just someone who who puts you through the you know through the through the ringer in the gym and, and that wasn't me it's about this more um, integrated approach and that's where I I labeled myself as the health formation coach it's it's transformation but using healthy methods you know let's have a healthy mind and a healthy body you are then going to transform into the person that you want and here I am now and at what point in this process did it click for you that that goal setting was such an important part of the equation either for yourself or for the people that you're you're coaching I think for me if if, if I look back that I never really, I wasn't a goal setter, you know, I might have like plucked out a few ideas that I want to do this and I want to do that, but I was always going to get those and without me realising I was goal setting and taking certain steps, I just didn't kind of plan it out on paper. 
it's only when you start to say things that you want and you don't achieve them you're like okay well why is that you know you need to look a little bit deeper into this there's got to be a different process because you know we don't if if you're someone who says that you always achieve what you set out then you're a liar I, I, I don't mind saying that because that's the truth you have to fail more times to realize what you don't want as opposed to what what you do want so you know it's only when i was starting to work with more people different people that i realized that well there needs to be a system in place for for them and but also for me because if i do it they're more likely to do it because they'll realize that that's what we do and i'm here to inspire them i've got to go first so it's only the last few years where i thought yeah, we need to kind of like crack down on this and make this a big part of it because so many people are failing and there's a simple reason why and it doesn't doesn't have to be that way. So tell me a little bit about the the process that you go with. So when you're working with someone and, and helping them set a goal, are, do they tend to be the same sort of goals for everyone or is it different types of goals for different people and how do you kind of track the process of them staying staying on target if you like it's always different i say that from the beginning because everyone's different you know if it was generic then you could just go onto google and and that's half the battle most people aren't doing their goal they're trying to do something that they see mary doing in the office and they think that that looks good i'm going to try that and then they come unstuck because it was never really for them you need to get really honest and this stuff can sometimes be a little bit awkward and upset people but that's the point when you can be honest with where you are and go look i ain't doing very well at the moment i know i can do better you know even if you're rock bottom that's being honest at least you know where you are because if you know where you are the next step's easy you've just got to take it but if you're lying to yourself and you're you're taking shortcuts it will always you know sting you on the bum so the, the simple process for me is find out that person's point a then let's make some awareness of what is it that you want what's your point b where is it that you want to get to you know if you say i want to lose two stone that's not really it why do you want to lose two stone if we can bring some emotion and attachment into it what i call that bit in the middle between point a and point b you know what's your gap okay and it doesn't matter how big small that gap is that's your gap only you have that gap how do we get emotion behind that point b if someone says i want to lose two stone why because I want to fit into that dress that I used to fit into why because when I go out with my mates I'm the odd one out and that might not sound like a nice way to do it but for that individual that emotion has just gone straight through the roof and you don't need to tell them anything different as long as they keep that at the back of their head that's your motivation that's your why every time you have a bad day because we will think about that and it's more like to turn you around because you know as i say to people look it's all right doing the good things when you're having a great day anyone can do that you don't need a personal trainer for that you don't need a coach but what happens when life gets a little bit sticky what do you do then so there's never really one way of doing it there's no right wrong good or bad it's just what works for you but getting getting to the bottom of it at the beginning of that's your point a that's that's 
that's where you are and that's where you want to be and then we have constant review and creating steps not big steps you know some people don't even think about what they're going to do today and they're like worried about what happens in a month forget that let's just do what we can do today you can only do what's in front of you you know taking the smaller steps but being progressive growing and you closing that gap inch by inch you are getting closer to where you want to be and the motivation starts building up you inspire yourself and then before you know it you're just doing it you know it's not even a chore and uh, the process and the journey is more important because what you find is people don't actually get to point b because they get halfway and they're like i've changed my mind because i i feel more inspired that i can actually do better so your point b changes so it's kind of like it's like the horizon you never actually get there it just keeps moving forward because if you if you get to point b and go right i've done it i tell you what you are coming straight back because if you're not moving forward you're sliding the authentic self tam so just putting this in in the broader context and, and perhaps thinking about some of the some of the work that you're doing with, with quantum potential why do you see goal setting being so important my viewpoint on goal setting is that you're constantly directing your mind in a certain way i think we spoke spoke about your ras before um, this part of the brain in the stem of your brain which allows information in. It's the gateway, if you like. It's your own personal search engine. So if you have a goal that you're focused on, you're going to see more of that around you all the time. You're going to meet people that can help you. You're going to um, find the next step for you quite easily. So for example, if you've got a goal, um, like Phil was saying about maybe you want to get fitter or you want to train or you want to do something for whatever reason that is, and you have that in your mind for a, a certain period of time, that RAS will probably pop things up in your life that will help you get that goal. For example, um, the right personal trainer might come along just because or just by accident in your mind or the gym that you pass every day has got an offer on or something like that so having something specific in your mind as a goal initially just that itself will help you see ways and means to achieve that more readily as long as it is based in the positive way and it may sound like a silly question, but is any goal a good goal or are there, you know, are there good goals and bad goals? And if people are thinking about setting themselves goals, but no, what, what kind of uh, things do they need to have in mind? OK, I, I don't believe there's a good or a bad goal. You can have um, any type of goal. I would highly suggest that you have goals in the positive rather than the negative. Um, that would be one thing that I'd say. But I think more important is having a goal, like Phil explained, that is really important to you, that figuring out why, what your why is behind a goal is essential, because if you don't figure out that, you can't get excited about it. Like, everybody knows at the beginning of the year, um, you've had Christmas, you've eaten your socks off, and now you might put a few pounds on and you want to lose weight. 
most people, it's proven because the membership in the gym goes really high. Most people really say to themselves, I want to lose this weight. Yeah, they get their gym membership, they go in the gym, it lasts about, what, a month, six weeks, tops, and the numbers fall drastically. That's because they haven't, they've, they've, they've chosen a goal that is based in a negative. They've chosen a goal because they now feel they're fat. So the goal is, I've got to get rid of the fat. That's not exciting. That isn't an exciting goal. That is not going to last. What you have to find is a goal that really excites the mind and the brain. You have to have a picture in your head um, of what you want and you'll be way more inclined to get it. Um, so if your goal is, I need to lose two stone of fat, then it's not that exciting to the brain. A goal needs to be exciting if you're going to achieve it. And what about, what about timescales? Is that an important dimension to it, Phil, in, in terms of, you know, does, does the goal have to be within, within reach at any point in time? Or, or can you have a goal that's just as effective that's, you know, I want to be doing this in a year's time as opposed to I want to be doing this in a month's time? Kind of depends, but I suppose the way I would look at it is what's your what's your bigger goal you know what's the big thing that you know you really want and it's one that can almost I suppose change your purpose an example here could be that we're having we want a baby next year we've been told that we're we need to lose weight by the doctor okay so uh, as Tam said about the negative goal well the negative goal there is that you not you got to lose weight and that's not really what they want to do what they wanted was they want to be the best parents they can be to, let's say, this this newborn, or or just getting pregnant for for a, for a start. Now, that's more their purpose, but it's a case of having the big goal, and then there's little ones that come in between that. You don't just have one goal. You know, you could use this with anything in life. You know, business and relationships, but it's like in twelve months' time. I want to be doing this, I want to feel like this, I want to be saying this to this person, I want to be doing that, and that's great, but okay, what's the goal in this time next week? What's the goal in this time next month? And it's just creating those steps and mini goals and just ticking them off and creating lots of wins and building your confidence because that's kind of it. It's building your confidence that you're actually doing something and you're achieving because so many people are getting negative vibes that they're not good enough and social media is a massive culprit for this as much as social media is great you've only got to go on to things like instagram now and, and females are looking at you know people in b bikinis and, and and stuff like that that aren't actually true pictures and they're like oh i'm never going to get like that well that's good because you don't understand the things that they do and they're probably miserable and it's it's the fit the health and fitness industry is a little bit messed up to be honest you know in, in my opinion and how do we get out of that well you got to get away from certain attachments and you know kind of focus on you and stop comparing yourself and 
as Tam said, understand your why, you know, why you're doing this. You don't want to be that person. You want to be you. You just want to be a better version of that. How do we do that? We start at point A. That's my point B. Understand your purpose. Understand your why. Get real with where, with where you are and, and take the steps and just, just, just get the small wins and get the ball rolling. Keep moving forward. And that, um, that idea that Phil's just introduced about the if you like, the normative effect of the media around us, whether it's magazines or social media or TV programmes, and it, and it might be about you know, being skinny and beautiful or it might also be about being a particular type of person with a particular type of lifestyle, with a particular set of possessions or, or you know, anything else really. It sort of manifests itself in lots of different ways. How influential... Do you find that on the people that you're working with, Tam? And and what steps can you take to to try and deal with that? That's really interesting because with my coaching clients, I come across this all the time, uh, that, that basic um, feeling that I think the media and the world around us gives us that we're not good enough. Um, that's the core of it, is this idea that um, we're not what is being shown around us, so therefore we must be lacking. Um, That, in my personal opinion, is the biggest problem that I see um, with my coaching clients, that they feel inferior to where they should be, not because that's who they are, but because that's what they've been taught and they believe that they should be something and completely the same as everything else that's out there when they should be focusing on being the individual and figuring out who they are as a person. That gives a person so much strength and confidence when you can stand up and say, I am me and I am chuffed to bits that this is me. Um, And that's a process because you have to unlearn a lot of the stuff that we've been given when we were very young, when we couldn't stop that information from coming into our brains. And I just wanted to say something else about, um, we were talking about good and bad goals, weren't we? And goals are always a means of helping you to control the function of your brain, right? You take control of the thoughts inside your head when you decide to do a goal 100%. And when that happens, the concentration that is required by you to um, achieve this goal shuts out, literally shuts out a lot of that other stuff that is coming in. It shuts it out. So it's a very good way of clearing your mind to a point where you're just focused on something that you want to do. Our brains work in a certain way. Everybody knows some people are visual, some people are kinesthetic, touchy-feely. Some people are auditory. They, They learn through listening. And if you can write out a goal, this is a really good tip, by the way, if you can write out a goal that you want to achieve in a kind of mini film, yeah, take a little mini film version of how you see yourself achieving these goals in a very positive way. And in that mini film version, what you write is you write how it looks, you write how it feels, you write how it um, tastes, funnily enough, how it smells. So, for example, say um, somebody comes to me and they, they want to increase their business. Yeah. 
So I say, okay, let's have a time frame. We're going to see the big goal and then we're going to break it down in chunks and we're going to do these little goals. But I'm going to, for this um, thing, focus on the big goal. Let's talk about the big goal. Okay, so in, let's say in five years time, you're going to be having an income of 1.5 million. That's the goal. Okay, so we set the scene. We're at their industry awards yeah, they're on the main table because they know they've won something. They've got champagne in their hands. So I'm what, I ask them to pick up the glass of champagne and cheers everybody and, and realise how that feels. So write down how that feels. Then you zip that champagne and you let the bubbles enter your mouth and you feel the sensation of how those bubbles taste and tickle your throat. You make it as visual as you possibly can. You tell me what you're wearing. Maybe it's a lady and she's in this beautiful red dress with her dark hair tumbling down her back. Then you get the call and you're told that you've won the award and now in your lovely gold high heels um, you start walking up the stairs very elegantly and with this huge smile on your face, you can see people in the audience that you know. You write this all down very vividly and then you picture that every day, every night before you go to bed, every morning before you get up. You see it, you buy the dress, you hang the dress up on your wardrobe. It's there to look at all the time. But in the five-year interim, you go through your short-term goals progressing step by step towards that big goal at the end but you keep the picture in your mind constantly um, so that your brain knows where it's going and that's that's the difference between a good goal and a bad goal a good goal you've got all that going for you it makes you excited every day it makes you passionate you jump out of bed you you know what you're doing next a bad goal is oh i've got to lose two stone by february that's not that's not typically going to work that seems like a good place to kind of wrap up the discussion just uh, before we finish off then phil but what uh, anything in particular that you're working on at, at the moment and if people want to get in touch with you uh, for for help or advice how do they get hold of you yeah well, just kind of finishing off a new program fat loss made simpler which basically is doing all the things that i mentioned earlier about getting people in a better place environment from the inside out that's with their mindset and their physiology and metabolism and and you know may helping exercise and nutrition work better for them rather than than against you because the body doesn't want to be overweight it doesn't want to be healthy it actually wants to be a better version of you it's just that there's just a few little things that people aren't doing because they're not aware of it because they're not taught about that in in this industry in my opinion that i'm bringing to the table um so yes that's what's currently happening it's it's really exciting um going through the process myself with my current clients and it's it's the early signs are yeah this is going to be great so (laughs) um you can contact me on my website info at philsimspt.co.uk and with anyone i'm always happy just to have a coffee and a chat for nothing as long as they pay for the coffee (laughs) (laughs) brilliant thanks and sam what have you got coming up at the moment and how do people get hold of you we have got quite a few things coming up at at the moment we have our famous Crete retreat 
coming up, which I'm so buzzed about. I'm so excited about that. 5th to the 12th of October in um, Calivas in Crete. And that is something that you can go onto our website and sign up for, or at least contact us on. And our website is www.quantum-potential.co.uk. Um, also, you'll find on there you can follow a three-week program for free, um, and that will help you get more in control of your day-to-day life, giving you a daily practice and um, really getting you um, ready to make some very powerful goals. And if you go on there, you can listen to our podcasts and we're on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you need to contact me personally, it's Tamar, T-A-M-A-R, at quantum-potential.co.uk. Sorry, I'm getting confused. .co.uk. It is .co.uk. <laughs> and I believe you're off to Crete in a, a we few are weeks off to Crete. To, for, a, for a field trip and just to check stuff out. And you're going to be updating people over social media about that. So if they want to get a flavour for that retreat, they can follow you. Yes, absolutely. Catherine and I will be in Crete in early May just to make sure that... Um, We've booked all the right things for all you lucky people that will be joining us in October. So if you want to follow a bit of that, we will be on Instagram, I believe, and on LinkedIn and on Facebook. So just get ready to see our posts. Great. Phil, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for your time. It's been a pleasure. And Tam, as ever, thanks very much. Thank you, Mark. 